what's going on? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again on this uh, beautiful Wellness Wednesday. At least that's when I release all of these episodes is every single Wednesday to kind of give your Wednesdays a wellness boost. Uh, today we are actually going to be discussing my experience with the liver cleanse that I expressed uh, a few episodes back. Um, it is a liver cleanse that was taught to me during my yoga teacher training and it's pretty intense. <laughs> so to say the least, I would say, uh, so we'll be diving into that today and also explaining why I enjoyed it so much and also why, uh, I will be doing it again in November and possibly holding a kind of like, a like a cleanse party, I guess you could say, uh, I'm going to kind of like do it in November and have a group of people doing it with me. And so if you want to be in that cleanse with me as well, then, uh, go ahead and reach out to me through email or uh, by Instagram through direct message and we'll get in touch with you on that uh, in terms of like when we're starting it and kind of all the different things that you're gonna need to go through that journey with me. So anyways, we'll talk more about that. Uh, but before we get into the episode today, I really wanted to uh, talk a little bit about something that I'm really excited about that I've been working on for the better part of about two months now, and that is a breathwork course for beginners that I'm creating. Uh, it's actually going to be coming out very shortly, probably in about a week or two from now. Uh, I'm in the very final stages of it, but essentially, breathwork is so incredible. It's... Uh, really, really good for stress management. Um, I've done an episode on that as well, but basically we just live in a very stressed state and our breath is able to do so much for us in terms of calming down the nervous system or vice versa. Uh, you can also uh, activate your nervous system, uh, get into the sympathetic state as well. So anyways, you can do a lot of really great stuff with breath and it's something that's starting to gain popularity, but honestly, in my opinion, is just in the beginning stages and it has so much room for growth and I just would love to be a part of that movement and share breath with all of you because it's helped me immensely as well. Um, I do breath work every single day, or at least I try to. Uh, there's you know, obviously a few days where it escapes me, but uh, nonetheless, I really do try to incorporate breath work into my daily practice, uh, whether it be in the morning where I'm activating my nervous system or in the evening time where I am activating my parasympathetic nervous system and coming into a relaxed state. Uh, I just love breath work. It's incredible. It feels amazing on the body. And so what it will be go it will be released on my website, although you will also have it included if you are a client of mine in terms of the health coaching program. So if you are interested in doing the health coaching program right now is a perfect time to jump on board because you're going to get both my uh, breathwork course that's coming out in probably like the next two weeks. And then uh, as well, you get free access to my seven day health reset, which if you haven't already heard about that, it's basically this course I made where you connect to the elements and really just get everything back on track. It's a good way to lay some uh, really healthy habits and kind of get you synced up with nature again and synced up with your body. But either way, those are both included in my health coaching uh, packages. So if you're interested in that, you can either purchase the breathwork course on its own, or you can just have it included with a uh, health coaching program, which would be amazing. I would love to work with all of you because obviously if you're listening to this show, then you take your health seriously. And uh, I would love to help incorporate more health practices and habits into your life. 
So anyways, I'll keep you guys updated on the release date of the Breathwork course, but like I said, it should be done literally by this week or next week. So keep your, uh, keep your eyes peeled for it. And uh, yeah, just a lot of really great episodes coming your guys' way as well. Um, I'm officially now recording these videos, obviously, uh, or these podcasts in the format of a video and putting it on my YouTube page uh, at Elemental Evan as well. So go ahead and check those out if you want to see a you know, a video version of this podcast, or you can obviously just continue listening on the podcast. And also, if you guys have not already rated this podcast or left a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to uh, spread the word of this podcast and get the name out there so other people can find this. And also, if it's been, uh, you know, giving some benefit to your life, then, you know, 30 seconds to a minute to uh, leave a nice little review would be a really great payment for me <laughs> in that, you know, kind of in that mean. So anyway, Anyways, uh, go ahead and do that if you haven't already. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So obviously, you guys know I always give you a uh, weekly kind of practice. And since obviously I'm releasing my breathwork course, I figured it'd be a good idea to practice some breathwork uh, this basically this week and for the rest of your life if you want to. So you could literally do something as simple as doing some deep breathing, filling up the belly as you breathe in, and then contracting the belly as you exhale, that's going to be very stimulating for your, um, your nervous system and the vagus nerve. So you can do slower breathing. That would be more of a parasympathetic or a relaxing type of breath or a faster pace of breath, like, um, you know, breath of fire, which is something that's very common in yoga. And that would activate the sympathetic nervous system and get you more awake and energized basically. So Go ahead and give those a try. Or if you want to take it a step further, you can go on to uh, Breathe with Sandy's uh, YouTube page, and he will have some really interesting psychedelic uh, breath works on there, uh, kind of like a holotropic style breathing. Super, super interesting, and I really enjoyed them myself personally. I, I actually try to fit them in my weekly practice as well. So, anyways, go ahead and try one of those breath work practices and see how you enjoy it. And uh, as far as this episode goes, so I've been basically telling like everyone that I know personally about this cleanse and how it went for me. And I just knew that I was going to have to share this as a podcast episode. So basically, if you haven't already listened to the last podcast about the liver cleanse, I'll just kind of break it down real quick. So while I was in Thailand receiving my teacher training uh, for yoga, my teacher gave us a whole portion on these different types of cleanses for the body. And one of the cleanses was a cleanse for the liver and the gallbladder. So uh, I have an episode on the liver. Uh, it would be probably a good idea if you don't know much about the liver to go listen to it. But nonetheless, uh, the liver is a kind of a form of filtration and purification for the blood. It kind of cleanses your blood. Um, not kind of it, it does cleanse your blood. It also, um, works in terms of like, you know, when you eat food and you have too much sugar hanging out in your blood, it can go ahead and take that sugar and store it as fat. So it's not just hanging around in your blood, which is very, very important. And, uh, yeah, it helps digest food. So it, it just does so many different things. Um, it also help, it produces bile, um, which is very key for this cleanse because bile helps to break down and assimilate fats that you eat. So uh, when you eat food, that is what bile is doing. It's helping to break down the fats. Bile is also alkaline, so it makes the food uh, coming out of your stomach um, 
you know, it mixes with that to make it more alkaline so that it doesn't burn holes in your intestines. Uh, obviously that's pretty important because obviously your stomach is super acidic. And so bile does pretty much those two things. Um, so alkaline, it's very alkaline. So it makes your, uh, the food coming out of the stomach alkaline and also helps to digest and assimilate fats. So anyways, uh, that's pretty much the function of the liver and the gallbladder. The gallbladder is actually just a storage unit for the, uh, bile more or less basically is what it is. It's a storage unit for it. And, uh, this cleanse is meant to, you know, cleanse the liver and the gallbladder, um, specifically cleansing the gallbladder of gallstones, which yes, <laughs> disclaimer, I absolutely passed some gallstones, which I'll explain in a bit. Um, but yeah, so that's what this cleanse does. It cleanses the liver, cleanses the gallbladder, um, cleanses your blood as well, and also helps out with digestion because you're obviously, oh, well, I didn't say this yet, but you do a fast for three days um, before a full moon. So that definitely is going to benefit your stomach. It, it really benefited mine personally. Uh, doing just the fast alone really helped my digestion like so, so much. It was incredible how much it helped. Um, yeah, if, if you listen to this show, you know that I have digestive issues or I have had digestive issues. And it was really odd. Um, about a week before the cleanse, I was having uh, digestive issues where typically later in the evenings, I would have just like knots in my stomach and cramps and uh, just a lot of discomfort, which was really odd because I, you know, it's been a really long time since I've actually dealt with that. Um, I had eaten a couple things that weren't so good for my stomach, so that obviously had something to do with it. But when I did this cleanse, it was incredible. I did not expect my gut to just flip around 180 completely and have incredible digestion. I'm still having really incredible digestion at this point in time, and that is just because you aren't eating anything to, you know, feed the bad gut bacteria and, you know, cause inflammation in your gut, you're just giving everything a break. So your whole digestive system gets this chance to just like breathe and take a, you know, take a little vacation for a second. So, um, yeah, it was really awesome. That's, that's definitely one thing I noticed. Um, so sorry, I know I'm going on all these different tangents, but, uh, yeah, so that's what this cleanse is. It's for cleansing the liver and the gallbladder primarily. And the way you do this cleanse is that, three, what would it, it's, so it's a three day cleanse. And then the final day is on the day of a full moon. So I believe it was on Sunday that we technically started our fast. And I believe Tuesday was the full moon. Now the reasoning for the full moon, I get this asked to, uh, this question asked a lot. I'm not totally sure. Um, honestly, I didn't ask my teacher when he specified that this had to be done on a full moon. And uh, it had something to do with like the activity of the liver, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm not really sure. Um, but to be honest, I just didn't feel like switching up this, you know, cleanse. I, I was like, this is how it was told to me. So I just stuck with it. So anyways, um, Saturday evening actually would have been my last meal. And then uh, Sunday, Monday and Tuesday, I fasted. Now, I had forgotten that you are supposed to drink a uh, raw, organic, unfiltered apple juice. So just like literally pure apple juice that you 
would like get from, you know, making your own apple juice, not that clear stuff that you would see at a store. Um, you want just raw, unfiltered, organic apple juice, and you are allowed to drink that uh, whenever you start to feel hungry. And I believe the reason for it was is because it helps to, um, the acidity in it kind of helps to start cleansing the liver and the gallbladder, um, you know, kind of breaking away dead stuff in there. And uh, so anyways, I forgot to drink the apple juice in the very beginning. Um, so I went about 60 hours fasted, like for real, like on a real fast, and it was incredible. I'll talk more about that. Um, and then you end up finishing the night with, uh, on Tuesday night, you end up finishing with a cup of olive oil and a cup of lemon juice. And it's pretty, it's pretty intense what ends up happening. So anyways, I'll walk you through this. So started on Sunday, um, or Saturday evening, Sunday morning, wake up feeling good. I've done a 24 hour fast many times before. Um, the thought process though, of knowing that you have three days of fasting is kind of daunting. And so, um, I feel like I was hungrier during that 24 hour fast than I was in other 24 hour fasts because I knew that I was going to go multiple days without eating. Whereas in my other 24 hour fasts, I, Actually, there's been times where I've done a 24 hour fast and then I'm not hungry. So then I end up extending it to like 38 hours or more. And I think it's just because when you know you can eat at any time, it's really not that big of a deal. But when you are deprived of something, obviously you want it more. So uh, day one was not so bad. Day two was the worst. I actually woke up with a headache that morning. And pretty much for a majority of that day, I had a slight headache. Um, I was taking uh, sea salt and drinking a lot of water. The salt definitely helped out with the headache a bit. And... Um, honestly, you just crave food. Like you walk around and you can smell people cooking down the street. I mean, like your senses are literally just super heightened. And, uh, you know, I could think of food and literally taste it in my mouth and feel like the different textures of the food in my mouth. And honestly, I was thinking of like all the worst stuff possible, like in and out hamburgers and breakfast burritos with like hash browns and all this in it like just like really intense stuff that I don't like eat all the time and uh, I think it was just because it was like salty and had all these different flavors in it and it was you know just very tempting for the body um, obviously the body is hungry at that point in time and so your main focus is on food but after day two uh, day three rolls around and it was really crazy I actually felt really really good on day three, I thought it was going to be much harder, but something shifted. And I've read a few other people talk about this, um, where you kind of get to this point where your body just switches over and you no longer are hungry. You actually feel euphoric, like really good. Um, I wouldn't say that it felt like I was on a drug, but in a lot of ways, it was like, I don't know, maybe if you had a really high dose of caffeine um, without any of the jitters and also kind of like a somewhat euphoric feel as well, like dopamine kind of was being released. And, uh, so <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but like when I would go out on walks, cause I was walking every single day, um, everything was almost a little bit more vibrant in color. Uh, my vision felt like it was, uh, like larger than 180 degrees. Like I could see really, really well. And if I wanted to focus on something, I could focus really, really easily on it. Um, the reason for that would probably be a few different things, but for one, I think when you get to a point where you've fasted long enough, your body really goes into this overdrive mode of understanding that, Hey, 
you know, we're in survival mode right now and we need to find, you know, any food that we possibly can. So you're able to like hyper focus on stuff and really dial in on what you need to be doing, whether that's hunting or something like that. Um, so yeah, neat. Like if I was walking around and I wanted to like focus on something, it was very easy to like, just really focus on that one thing. It's a weird experience, but, um, really, really cool actually. And so yeah, your body goes into this mode where it's just like in survival mode, but you're kind of have these like heightened senses and, uh, you can smell food really well. And I don't know, you just, you feel really good. So, uh, day three was interesting at, at, at day three. I actually felt that I could continue on with the fast for at least another day or two. Uh, it was really an interesting feeling. And like I said, there's a lot of people who have experienced, uh, this sensation as well. Almost pretty much everyone does once they fast for a certain period of time. So, uh, yeah, so I did that fast. And, uh, like I said, on, uh, day three at our, about hour 60, I did remember, um, I was reading through the notes and I saw the apple juice. And so we went ahead and got the apple juice, took a little swig of it. You're only supposed to drink tiny amounts of it at a time. And it just tasted so incredible. Like, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it, your senses are so high in that you drink this apple juice, which obviously has like sugars and stuff in it. But I mean, you can just taste all the flavors and it hits all these different parts of your mouth. Like it's never done before. It's really, it's a quite a sensation. It's pretty awesome. It, uh, gives you kind of a respect for food for sure. Um, when you go without it for so long, you really cherish it a bit more, which is actually a very cool spiritual portion of this practice. Um, being that you're able to really kind of like find a little bit more gratitude for the food and, um, the flavor and all the work that goes into the food. So, uh, that was a really beautiful part. And then also I wanted to say that I did, uh, I was meditating during these days, uh, you know, randomly throughout the days. And on day three, when I was super dialed in, we ended up, uh, Ashley, my fiance and myself, we did a tea ceremony. And after the tea ceremony, we just dropped into a uh, meditation. And that meditation was one of the deepest meditations I've probably ever had in my life. I mean, and I've had a couple that are like pretty darn deep. And this one was just next level. And like I said, it's because your mind is so hyper-focused. So for example, it's not thinking all of these other just like randomized thoughts. Your brain just, you know, understands that it only needs to think about the necessities and you know, that's it, you know? So when, uh, sometimes I sit down for meditation, my mind will be very active and it's hard to actually quiet it down and, you know, kind of just settle the thoughts and not be consumed in those thoughts, but rather, um, you know, just kind of being. And when I was on that third day of my fasting, it was zero work at all to silence the thoughts. Like you just sit there and all the thoughts just quiet down, your mind quiets down and you're able to just drop into crazy meditations. And so the, uh, another reason for this is in yoga, they say that, um, you know, prana so for like pranayama, which is like breath work, um, prana means breath, but prana also means energy. So it's literally synonymous with both of these words. It's uh yeah, prana can be both your breath and your energy. And the reason that is, is because back then the yogis knew that your breath was energy, which they are obviously correct because when we inhale, we inhale oxygen and oxygen 
literally goes to your cells and combines with you know food that's been broken down to enter into your mitochondria and produce uh, adenosine triphosphate, which is ATP, which is energy. So literally, energy uh, breath is like a type of energy. Now, the other portion of energy obviously is our food, right? So our food obviously becomes us, but also our food is energy. Um, we use our food to yeah create ATP along with oxygen. So in yoga, they tell you that if you want to really kind of like calm the mind and get into a better meditation, you can do certain breath practices where you do a breath retention, where you're no longer breathing air. Thus, you are stopping the movement of energy, stopping the movement of prana. And by doing so, your mind slows down its thought process because it's not receiving any new energy. So uh, that's one way of quieting the mind. And then the other route of quieting the mind is apparently fasting and not bringing in that form of energy. So really just relying on, you know, the form of uh, breath as energy, along with the breaking down of uh, uh, fat, you know, in, in the body for energy. So anyways, it was really interesting. And now I'm like, I really wish I would have done a breath retention along with my meditation uh, being fasted and kind of see what that would have felt like. I'm sure it would have been pretty interesting. But anyways, it's super interesting, really, really good meditation. Um, if you guys ever are in a fast for that long, then try a meditation. I highly encourage it. It was really, really incredible. And yeah, sorry, like I know I'm getting sidetracked, but there were so many different tangents that were just kind of being like epiphanies to me throughout this whole process. So anyways, uh, yeah, so third day, we are drinking the apple juice finally, just little swigs here and there and waiting for the day to end, uh, ready for the evening to start. And so what ends up happening is on that third day, which was the full moon, you go ahead and at seven o'clock, you get a cup of really high quality uh, olive oil. So, you know, you do organic, virgin, cold pressed olive oil in a dark glass bottle. Um, that is going to be your highest quality olive oil right there. And then you get a, a cup of uh, lemon juice, organic lemon juice. And you just, you basically start to drink them. So you take a tablespoon and you take three tablespoons of the olive oil and you drink it. And then you do three tablespoons of the lemon juice and drink it. And then um, you get a heating pad and you put it right on your, uh, on your liver. So that's like the upper right hand corner, just below your ribs uh, on your abdomen. And you lay on that heating pad for 15 minutes. Then after 15 minutes, you go and you take another three tablespoons of both the olive oil and the lemon juice, and then you put the heating pad back on another 15 minutes, and you repeat this process until the uh, lemon juice and olive oil are completely uh, gone. So you've drank it all, right? And after you drink it, you definitely start, to, well, <laughs> the the in the beginning, the olive oil wasn't so bad, and then towards the end, it gets like pretty hard to take down. But uh, once you get it all down, you do start to feel kind of nauseous. Obviously, this is like the first thing you've really kind of consumed in a while. And it's oil and lemon juice. Um, and which by the way, the lemon juice specifically is meant to evacuate your digestive tract. So make you go to the restroom because after a fast, a lot of time, if you eat, you'll notice that you might be constipated. And that's just because you've haven't eaten anything. So your body is really, you know, trying to get what it can out of the food that you're eating. Um, so the lemon juice is to evacuate your system. And then the olive oil, as I said earlier, bile is released to um, assimilate and uh, digest the oil, right? So 
what ends up happening is essentially you have your bile reserves completely filled up at this point in time because you've gone, you know, three days without eating. Um, your gallbladder should be filled up nicely with some bile. And when you drink this oil, um, I can only imagine that it would be like breaking a dam and <laughs> that has filled up with water or, or bile in this case. And it's just like flooding the valley, right? Um, so what ends up happening is a lot of bile is released because it's going in to digest all this oil that you've uh, just consumed. Although with it, what ends up happening is you get these uh, buildups of cho uh, cholesterol and bilirubin, and they can form stones, which are known as gallstones. Um, and they can be kind of soft in texture or they can be hard depending, I'm guessing on probably how long they've been in your gallbladder, like in your system. And they can get lodged in your bile ducts, which can be painful, um, after eating food. If you feel a pain in that area of like kind of your, uh, liver, it might be that you're passing a gallstone. Typically that'll last for a couple hours and then it'll pass. But anyways, um, <laughs> I drank all of my olive oil, all of my lemon juice, um, laid on my heating pad and about 1030 rolled around. Um, I had went on a walk and you know, it's just kind of like you, you get so bored at night. Like you, there's nothing to do pretty much. You're hungry. So you don't want to be up cause then you just think more of food. So you kind of end up just eventually making your way to bed kind of early. Um, 1030 was actually kind of a little bit later. I was actually packing it in pretty early. Uh, most of those nights and getting really good sleep, mind you. Um, that's another side effect, I think. But yeah, so I went to bed at 1030 and a little bit after 12 o'clock, uh, in the morning, you know, or, you know, like AM, 12 AM, right. Um, I had to, I had to run to the bathroom because I woke up from a deep sleep and it was almost like waking up in a room where, you know, like, let's say you sleep over at a friend's house or something and you wake up and you're like, where the heck am I? It was kind of like that. Like I woke up, but it was more like, not where am I, but rather, what is this that I'm feeling? And essentially it was, bro, you got five seconds to make it to the bathroom or like, we're going to have some problems. So <laughs> I had to hop out of bed super quick and sprint down to the bathroom. Um, next time, just, uh, saying if I do, when I do this cleanse, I will be sleeping much closer to the bathroom. Um, yeah, just to make it much easier. <laughs> so anyways, um, got to the bathroom, use the restroom. Um, I'll kind of spare you guys a lot of the details, but it was pretty gross. Um, I mean, mind you, it's olive oil and lemon juice and probably a ton of bile. So, um, yeah, it's pretty gross and it doesn't really smell that great. Um, I actually took a shower right after because it just, yeah, I felt gross. So anyways, um, that was the first time Then I came back to bed, didn't sleep very much, woke up, uh, another two times throughout the evening to go to the restroom. And it was actually during those two times that I actually looked to see if I had anything coming out. And sure enough, I absolutely did have gallstones coming out of my body. And I was kind of tripping out because I heard that the gallstones could be mainly um, like a brownish or a yellow. Um, I've even heard like a greenish color. But the ones that I was seeing firstly was um, they were black, like these little black things and they were floating on the top of the water. So I ended up researching it up and sure enough, they can be black. But what really kind of tripped me out was that I probably passed 
I, I swear probably like 60 or 70 of these stones. And it, it's so trippy, like how many I pass. I could, that's why I couldn't even believe. I was like, I don't think these are the stones because there's just so many of them. Um, but sure enough, they were definitely the stones. Um, uh, yeah, sorry to like get into this, but like, you know, definitely um, I did get a few out of the bowl and they were actually soft. Um, these ones were soft. And so I'm either thinking it's dependent on what they're made up of or the fact that maybe they aren't that old and uh, over time, maybe they solidify more. Not really sure on that. But nonetheless, I passed like, yeah, like 60 to 70 of these. It was really kind of crazy to, to see them um, and that many of them coming out. And so, um, yeah, so for that evening, uh, went to the restroom, yeah, like three times. And then the next morning you wake up and you have uh, a very like light meal in the sense of flavor. So um, our yoga, or my yoga teacher told us to eat a uh, rice congee or rice porridge. And so it's like literally just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like rice porridge, you know, it's like oatmeal, but with rice kind of. And, uh, honestly it was so delicious. There was just a little bit of salt in there and, uh, it just tasted amazing. And so anyways, we ate that, uh, just a little bit of it. You don't eat very much. Your stomach is like, you know, shrunken up and you're really actually not in the mood to eat at this point in time, because I think you just kind of felt nauseous all night and you went to the restroom and yeah, you're just not in a state to eat and digest food. So, uh, it's nice to just have a little bowl of this. It's very soft on the stomach. We ended up following it up with, um, some bone broth. And then later we had some fruits and veggies and, uh, just kind of took it easy on the, the digestive system. And, uh, later that evening we did have some meat, um, but mind you, the whole time we were very cautious with what we were eating. And on that note, for that following day and the day after, I went to the restroom. Now, it wasn't, you know, going a ton of times in a day. It was actually, um, I think I only probably went like once or twice a day, uh, in those next two days, about two times maybe. And so what was crazy though, is I was still passing stones, but at this time they started changing color. So now I was getting, they were slightly larger and they were, um, this like yellowish green color, really kind of trippy looking. And once again, kind of floating. Um, but yeah, so I passed these stones for about two days after the cleanse even had finished. Uh, obviously that kind of makes sense because, you know, as you're releasing bile and digesting food, you know, it's in your digestive system. So it just probably takes time to get out there. But yeah, it really blew my mind that I actually had these stones. I kind of figured being that I was young, maybe I wouldn't have these, but I absolutely did. And then having a talk with my uncle about these stones, he was talking about these photos of gallbladders that are filled to the brim with gallstones. And so people, you know, will get their gallbladders removed because they're having pain with them or, you know, cancer of the gallbladder, whatever it may be. And so the, you know, the, the option that the doctors essentially give them is to just remove the gallbladder, which personally, I mean, I, you know, make all these decisions for yourself. I'm not a medical professional, but I do not like removing a organ from my body that is obviously serving a function. And, uh, yes, people can live without their gallbladder, obviously, but you know, I think it's probably there for a reason and we should probably keep it. So, um, but it was really crazy to see these gallbladders that were cut open and literally just with hundreds of gallstones in them. So when I, you know, saw that I was passing 60 to 70 of these gallstones, it wasn't as surprising now seeing that, you know, th these gallbladders can be just filled to the brim with gallstones. So 
uh, yeah, I was really happy to get them out of my system. I felt incredible. Um, the day after doing all the like drinking of the olive oil and the lemon juice, I felt so good, like really high energy. Um, your body feels light. Your digestive system feels super good. Uh, you just feel cleansed. Like you've gotten all this bad stuff out of you and you feel completely renewed. And that feeling lasted me for like four or five days after my cleanse. I was, I was like glowing. I was feeling so good. It was incredible. So, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this cleanse and, and it's something that I'm going to be doing, uh, again, and I will continue doing it probably once or twice a year, uh, as you know, as long as I live pretty much to, give my liver and gallbladder a chance to relax, rest and cleanse and get rid of all these gallstones that are building up and uh, just really keep them in good shape and condition. Um, also, this is a cleanse that is supposed to be done during the cooler months of the year. Um, I did it during technically like a warmer month. I think it was, uh, it might've still been spring at that time or early summer, but um, where I live by the beach, it's not very hot. So uh, I, felt like I was okay to get away with it, but next time I'll be doing it during a cooler month for sure. And yeah, honestly, like I recommend this cleanse for pretty much anybody. Um, if you have issues, well, and I say this with anyone who has never done fasting before or um, wants to do fasting, uh, fasting is incredible. There's a ton of benefits with it. The only disclaimer I really give is that if you uh, have any issues with, you know, anorexia or bulimia or, um, you know, just anything in terms of food and body image and any kind of eating disorder in that manner, um, you know, definitely be careful. And, um, you know, maybe this isn't something that you should do, or definitely you should consult your medical professional before doing it. And, uh, yeah, I just like to give that disclaimer every time, um, because while fasting is incredible for the body and it does a lot of amazing things, um, we obviously want to be safe and practice safely here. So, uh, that's my little disclaimer for all of you, but if you're all good, then yeah, I highly recommend doing this cleanse. Like I said, I'll be doing it again, probably in November. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to join, let me know and, and we can get that going. And yeah, it was a it was a pretty interesting but awesome cleanse. And so there's actually one that I'll be doing with um, my kidneys probably pretty soon. And um, yeah, I'll let you guys know how that one goes as well and uh, see how it turns out. <laughs> but yeah, this liver one was incredible. It exceeded all expectations and uh, I'll be doing it again. So yeah, really enjoyed it. And also it was the first time I ever did a three-day fast, well, 60 hour fast, so not fully three days, but that in itself was incredible and is probably something I'll be revisiting as well. So anyways, that was my experience with it. Um, I hope you guys are inspired to uh, do something along these lines as well. And if you aren't, then that's okay. There's also other methods of taking care of your liver and, uh, you know, it can be from taking certain herbs like milk thistle or um, chanca piedra, which is um, for, it's called stone breaker basically. And uh, that can help with breaking up the stones, uh, not only for your gallbladder, but I believe also for the kidney stones as well. Uh, so, you know, there's different things like that. And then another one is, you know, just staying hydrated, making sure that you have enough water in your system, uh, you know, to keep the blood flowing properly and keep blood, blood pressure good. Um, and then also making sure that your, uh, blood is being cleansed. So for example, I really love to take things like chlorella or spirulina, 
because they are very detoxifying in removing heavy metals and helping to cleanse the blood. So I pretty much take those every single day. There may be like once or twice out of the week I don't, but my favorite way of doing it is through Organifi's green juice, which uh, honestly I've been using them for over a year now and it's incredible. Like I love all of their juices that they have. The green one specifically though, that's kind of like my start to the day in a lot of ways. And it just has a lot of really good stuff in it. It's good for cleansing the blood because of the spirulina and the chlorella. And honestly, it just tastes insanely good because I've tried a lot of green juices that are not very good. Um, and so for what it has inside of it and for how good it tastes, it's just an awesome product. Um, it's all glyphosate free. It's all organic. It's third party tested. They really go the next step to make sure that it's being well taken care of. And uh, not only that, but for being a listener of the show, you get a 20% off uh, discount code. Um, if you just click the link in the show notes, it'll take you right there and you'll have the uh, discount co code automatically applied at checkout. So anyways, that's just for being a listener of the show. And yeah, I can't say enough good things about the green juice. It's honestly incredible. And if you aren't already drinking it, then please do yourself a favor and like go buy either the full package of it or try some sample sized ones, whatever, because you're going to fall in love with them. And the stuff that you're getting out of it is super, super good and a really good start to your day. So anyways, feel free to check them out. And that's a really great way of also helping to keep your blood and liver happy. So uh, yeah, just something good to add into your whole practice, your holistic health and wellness practice. And um, yeah, those are pretty much, uh, you know, there's also dandelion root. Um, sorry, I'm trying to think of all the different ones I can think of that are good for the liver, but essentially, um, you know, just doing things like that, fasting, uh, you know, intermittent fasting and, um, just being mindful of what you eat and exercising all of those things, you know, the body is totally tied in together. Um, that's why this is the elemental Evan show. We take all of the elements of health and bring them here on this show because you know, we're not one-sided beings, you know, we, uh, it's not just food that's going to make you healthy and it's not just exercise. that's going to make you healthy. It's going to be, you know, the air you're breathing, the water you're drinking, the people you're hanging around, the food that you are eating. Um, and you know, the self-talk that you're giving yourself. So there's so many different things that come into it and we really want to include that on this show. So uh, you know, take care of yourselves and stay healthy. Uh, if you want to go a step further, like I said, we can do a coaching program and uh, really get these healthy habits instilled into your day and your lifestyle so that you can continue carrying out these healthy habits throughout the rest of your life. So if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram through a direct message or via email as well. Uh, those will both be linked uh, in the show notes. And yeah, so that's pretty much going to do it for today's episode. Um, I'm excited. I have some really good stuff coming up for you guys in the next few shows. So I hope you are all loving this content and uh, loving the information that I'm bringing. That's truly my intention and goal here is to just provide you with health knowledge that is accessible, um, you know, easy to do, uh, and, and really just giving you the tools to make the changes in your life. Uh, because unfortunately we don't get these in our, you know, our, our school or just day-to-day -day life. We don't get these tips. Um, and so I hope that these are bringing some value to your life. I do a lot of research and, uh, readings in my off time just on all things health. And, uh, it's really a practice for myself and I just love sharing it with all of you. So thank you very much for listening to me. I hope I'm not boring you guys. And, and I hope you enjoyed hearing about my experience with the liver cleanse. We'll, uh, we'll get into some more interesting topics in the future and yeah, look forward to it. So anyways, if you guys, 
don't already know the motto of this show. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Uh, do those two things and you'll be doing pretty good. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and uh, stay healthy. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on this show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.